Hello everyone, welcome to Sis Chat, another episode of Sis Chat and I'm happy to say that my name is Vanessa and I'm Narissia. So if you listened to our last episode, you know that we talked about some of our favorite podcasts, but in this episode, we're going to be kind of touching on one of the podcasts we really like. I know Narissa, you like this podcast, I also do. And it's called I Will Teach You To Be Rich by Ramit Sethi. Specifically, there's this question Ramit usually asks the guests. Do you remember what it is, Narissa? I think you're talking about describing your rich life. Exactly. So, yes, he talks about money and, you know, the couple's relationships and their past and all of that stuff and how their childhood affects they're now, you know, all that, all of that stuff, very important stuff, but he always tries to link it to what does your rich life look like? And are you doing the things in alignment with your rich life? So in this episode, Narissa and I are going to be talking about some of our adventures and some of the fun things we've been doing this year that are in alignment with our quote unquote rich life. Narissa. What are some things you've done so far that you're just like, oh my gosh, I cannot wait to share this. I'm so excited I got to do this this year. Um, that's a good question. And before I answer that, I want to say, um, I know I've been listening and reading to some stuff. And I know that some people have a negative connotation of what rich is. Like you hear rich and you think like oh, rich people. Okay. I just want to add that when Ramit talks about rich life, he's mostly talking about like the life where you're most fulfilled and most happy. Exactly. Because he tries to remove it away from like, like money is important, but he just tries to look at it from a point of view of like how fulfilled are you mm-hmm. and how happy are you with your life. And to answer that, I would say that I actually did two things or well, multiple things, but in terms of, great adventures and in the sense of taking a trip I actually did two things this year that I am really really excited about I don't know if I've talked about them before but one of them was um in the beginning of the year the very beginning of the year my friend and I took a trip to um San Diego and then we took a day trip to Mexico okay so I think you mentioned you have mentioned the trip to Mexico Okay, yeah, that was really fun, and I can dive into it later. And then the second one, which is 100% a part of my rich life, I got to watch a marathon in Boston, which so some people, you might think, oh, that's cray-cray, but to me, that was just about everything. So, yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah, my rich life has been... I have had a great time this year. I'm not even going to lie. It's been amazing. Um, and I think the important part of it was that I set an intention. So there was an intention. And I think you guys heard about this earlier this year. I said I wanted adventure and romance. And boy, did I get that. Okay. I have traveled this year more than I have for the last three years. I mean, we were in a pandemic, so that kind of makes sense. Um, But I've just had more travels, more fun-filled things, spending more time with friends, you know. A couple of examples include Paris, 
Um, and the other was Guatemala. That was really fun. Um, and I've also been to some big fun concerts, including Usher and Beyonce. <laughs> Listen, if you are a certain age, okay, you know these people, you love these people. So yes, I did go to their concerts. I went back to back. So I did the Usher concert and I did the Beyonce concert a week later. And I'm going to tell you right now, that can be a little tiring, especially when you're flying to places. My body literally was like, you need a rest. You need a rest. But that is part of my rich life. So I'm very excited that I got to do that. And to put it plainly, part of my rich life is traveling, new experiences, and just doing things that make my heart happy, like listening to my favorite artists on Spotify or even in concert. So that's part of my rich life. Yeah, that makes sense. Can I ask which of the concert was your favorite, if you can? Honestly, both of them. Bruh. I cannot say which one because I love Usher's concert. I'll say this. Usher's concert was my favorite when I was there. Mm-hmm. Beyonce's concert was my favorite when I left. And let me explain. <laughs> okay. Usher's concert was in it was in vegas for some filmers vegas is really really fun if you guys haven't been there you can get a hotel that's like all about partying or you can get a hotel that's very spa like i got the hotel that's very spa like so i got the best of both worlds go to i went to the parties and i could just come and relax in the hotel okay so that was fun in itself and then going to usher's concert it's a smaller setting than Beyonce's concert. So it allows for a little bit more of intimacy and it's it's Usher, please. The songs, I love Usher's music. If I'm sad and I want to feel a little bit happy, I play some Usher songs and I'm just like, yeah, I feel better now. So that was really, really cool. And you know, well, I'm not gonna go into the, the news of it all. There was a lot of craziness going on um, in relation to usher's show but the show was really really fun and it was my second time going so i had a blast i'm telling you it was like a party it is practically a party and he is such a great performer so because of that i loved it and let me tell you this they were um you know you have people of all ages there you have younger people um middle-aged older people i had a couple that was right next to me that were much older than me and could remember like songs from like a very long time ago and they freaking loved it um so you you had everyone there just enjoying themselves and having a great time and like i said usher great performer i mean the man even like did a whole inspirational speech, you know, prayed for people. Like he's he's amazing. He's amazing. Um, but the Beyonce one, the reason I said I really liked it when I left. So Beyonce's was in Massachusetts. I went to the one in Massachusetts and the stadium, okay, that right there should tell you it's a stadium. Mm-hmm. All right. This it's so much bigger so much bigger Mm -hmm. and i will say i was advised to listen to her renaissance album but i did not so i didn't really know some of the songs um and so her performing the songs was my first time hearing all of the songs if that makes sense yeah so i had i had heard some of like the tiktok famous ones you know 
but hearing the whole thing in its totality was pretty new to me, but also really, really fun. But because I didn't really know it, I couldn't really vibe with it as much as if I knew it. Okay. Also, we're in a stadium. I'm telling you, the sound of people screaming when Beyonce came out was deafening. To the point where it became normal. Okay. Does, I don't even know if you can picture what I'm saying. The sound was insane. I've just never heard people scream that loud. But then again, I've never been to like a big concert like Beyonce's concert. So yeah. at first it was very, very loud and foreign to my ears. And then it just became normal, which was not it, like to the ear. It's like weird. And Beyonce performed. I screamed, almost lost my voice. Amazing. Amazing. Like I'm like, I'm very close to the queen. I'm literally in the same vicinity as the queen. Now, and I'll say before I went to the concert, I was like, I think I'm going to get more excited when I'm at the concert. I was correct. Yeah. So I knew that even though I wasn't excited before the concert, I was going to be excited when I got to the concert because it is Beyonce, you know? And also, I was going with some of my friends. So that made it more fun. So we, we dressed up. We dressed up. I actually had like a really cute blonde wig. It was so, so cute. I'm not going to lie. I think I look a little bit like Millie Beyonce. If you see the pictures, you see what I'm talking about. Nerissa, do you agree? Or do you disagree? I saw the pictures. I remember seeing the pictures. And the first thing that came to mind was Barbie. Yeah, you're like, did you guys see the Barbie movie? I'm like, no, it's Beyonce. But I know. And that's because everyone was watching Barbie at the time. So I was just like, oh, Barbie. So it was Barbie. Yeah. I will take Barbie. It's fine. But I also did look like a mini Beyonce because I had like the outfit and the, the blonde hair and everything. Um, but yeah, it was until I left the concert and then I looked at the videos. Like Talented and Gifted, it's, it's a, a whole different level when it comes to Beyonce. Whole different level. Yeah. So just replaying it because when you're there, you're seeing it, but you're also trying to see if you, you're trying to make sure you're catching everything, you know, um, mm -hmm. this person is dancing, like the, a lot of things are going on. So you're just trying to make sure you're capturing everything. So sometimes maybe you're not in the moment to like really, really like enjoy it. But I was also just in awe at the moment. It was after I left that I really, I was just like, wow. I was at the Beyonce concert. Beyonce performed. Beyonce was right there and she's freaking amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Usher and Beyonce have set the bar so high when it comes to performance. So high for me. So high. And I'm sure everybody knows by now Usher is going to be doing the Super Bowl halftime show. So listen, the performance out of this world. I, I trust he's going to kill it. He's going to kill it. He's going to do amazing. So yes, I'm so sorry I took so long. <laughs> But yes, that's what it was. Okay. So you went to the two concert. That that does sound like quite an adventure. I'm interested in um how's Guatemala? Guatemala was very nice. Um hot. The kind of hot that sips into your skin. I don't know if you can even picture what I'm talking about. There's a hot that sits on your skin, and then there's the other hotness that just sips into your skin and you don't know what to do. Uh-huh. Like 
it's like a wet hot like when it's hot and wet no, it's like a humid it's like a humid hot to the point where you're like is is i need water i need water i consistently need water but that was like the first two days afterwards it rained which i was just mm -hmm. like thank the lord and yes. it was fine it was fine um i really liked it um we were at the we first went to the what's it called capital and then with Guatemala City and then we went into I think it's called Antitlan so that's more of like the older part of it so you have like the ruined cathedrals and things like that the really old houses yeah so it was it was, it was really fun it was it was a good time it does sound like a good time actually yeah so you went to San Diego and then you also did the marathon. So Narisa, enough about me, although, you know, I love talking about me. <laughs> um, your trip to Mexico and what, what was the other place, San Diego? And your um, marathon, how were those? All right. So my trip to Mexico was really fun. It started out as a sort of a trip that my very good friend and I, Yomi, we plan to go somewhere just like fun in the sun you know just a great way to start the new year so we decided to go to san diego and it's crazy because san diego loki reminds me of limbe like they have this they have like similar tropical plants and like similar backyards where you know it's a little bit muddy and just you know it's just it's like a it's like a a city by the water, but in like a tropical way. <laughs> That's the best okay. way I can describe it. But we we're talking, we're walking around and we're saying like, hey, this looks like Limber. Well, I was saying that it looks like Limber. You mean from the, the French side of our country. Uh, okay. but, yeah, but we no, we went to San Diego. We got a beautiful Airbnb where we had access to the pool. So the lady that had the Airbnb, she had a, a really nice pool okay. that you could see the sunrise from like you just open your door and you could watch the sunrise which we did multiple times while drinking coffee just standing there and just looking at the sun you know rising mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and san diego was really nice and one of the reasons we picked san diego is because we wanted to go to mexico and you can cross the border from san diego into a city in Mexico. I'm not sure exactly which one, but you can actually do that. And I remember we called the, we planned it and then we called the Uber and then we're about to leave. And then she goes, mm, we have your passport. I was just like, shit, no. So, but I, I did have my passport, not on me, but in the BNB. So I had to run back and go get it because while you can like walk across the border, Mm -hmm. you need a passport to go across the border because that's a whole other country right so, yeah no we went to we went to mexico for the day we had a wonderful time being by just like um by beaches that were not they weren't very populated because we didn't go during like heavy holiday seasons mm -hmm. so we just sort of had the place for ourselves walking around and having delicious delicious food like seafood and this was actually really cool so she wrote a book my friend wrote a book that I think I did a couple of readings and then I posted them on my Instagram mm -hmm. also might have done on the Sishan Instagram but I'm not exactly sure anyways but she wrote a book and it was kind of nice because she wrote the 
um, the name of her book in the sand. And she was just like, I'm going to publish this book. I was just like, oh, good for you. And she actually did it. That's so, amazing. And do you yeah. remember the name of the book so you can um, you can shout it out? Yeah, the name of the book is called Ben Skin. And it's and I'm not being biased, like I've said. It's, it's a book of poetry, and it has some really lovely poetry in it. Yes. And one of my favorite ones is the one that she talks about. Um, I think she said in in love, everyone is guilty. And I was just like, yeah, sounds about right. Um, but <laughs> no, it's it's a great book. And I remember when she just like wrote the name in the sand, and I was just like, oh, that's that's really beautiful. So it was a it was a lovely trip coming back, crossing from the border to Mexico to the United States was a bit more. Um, it took longer than we anticipated. I think it took almost like two hours because the line is so long with um, people who can cross the border back and forth because some people do work, like have that situations where they work in, like live in one country, work in the other country. So they have to cross back and forth every day. Mm -hmm. So the line was really, really, really long crossing the border back. And I remember we saw this guy, which I thought was pretty cool. He just, um, he walks his dog to Mexico pretty regularly from San Diego, from San Diego, yeah. Dog to Mexico, like takes takes out his passport, cross the border just to walk his dog. And honestly, that has to be a very interesting lifestyle. Very. <laughs> I don't know what else is going on in that man's life, but the fact that he could just walk his dog to Mexico and he were, we're talking to him on the line and he was just saying like yeah you know he does it and he like, uh, he didn't even have like you know when you're traveling and you maybe have like a bag or something yeah, not he just had his um his like jean uh, his shorts like his pants mm -hmm. and he had on a white shirt like those inner shirts I don't remember what they call them but just like think of the inner shirt that yeah, you wear yeah you know what you're talking about yeah yeah so he just had on he just had inner wear. He just had, um, like flip flops, and dude was just walking his dog across Mexico and just, you know, chilling. And I was just like, damn, that's um, that's a very fascinating um lifestyle right there. But yeah, no, Mexico was really fun. That whole experience was fun. Just meeting up with a friend and um, you know, exploring a new place and just sharing that experience with someone is pretty awesome. And you know, one of the things that I will say that I I think sometimes I take for granted, but you know, I'm tr it's like a really good thing because I've heard people planning trips to other people and it just like never happens. It's so great to have a friend that you can plan a trip for and it goes through and you guys just, I don't want, I want to say vibe, you guys just vibe on the entire trip. Yeah. Like no one is stressing about anything. Mm -hmm. Someone is the planner and someone is the one who just gives the money and you guys just make it work, you know? Yeah, that's my dynamic with a lot of friends. Um, a lot of the trips I've taken late um this year have been with people, friends, and they were like, I want to go here. You want to come? I'm like, yeah, I'll be there. Just tell me how much I have to pay for certain things. I'm good. We're good. And then sometimes we plan things, you know, on on the day. Like, we get there, plan the thing on the fly. Like, what do you want to do? What do you want to eat? That was, like, my Guatemala trip. That was, like, my New York trip. Um, 
same with my Vegas trip, like a lot of my trips, my Paris trip, a lot of the trips were practically like that. And I have other trips coming up where it's going to be like that, where, you know, someone is just like, hey, you want to go here? I'm like, yeah, let's go. <laughs> it's great. Yeah, and it it's it's really lovely to have that. Um, yeah, and so that was basically my my Mexico trip, my San Diego and Mexico trip. Mm-hmm. Now for my Boston trip, which if you live in the the East Coast or you know if you're from New England, you might be like, ah, what's so special about Boston? It's Boston. It's not even New York, you know. First of all. Boston is awesome. Second of all, I went to, and this goes back to the whole rich life thing that I know for me, part of my rich life is just watching everything to do with um, marathons because I love marathons and I love running and stuff like that. So it just so happens that my, the Boston marathon for 2023 fell on my birthday, my actual birthday. Not the day before, not the day after. It fell on my birthday, April 17th. And so as soon as I heard this, I was just like, hold up. I have to do something. So I planned a trip to Boston. And it was a two-day trip to Boston. And the best part about it was that my favorite runner, Elia Kipchoge, he was running. Okay. And I got to see him on my birthday running. Like, I don't think, I don't even know how to express how happy that made me. But it was just, yeah, it was just so amazing. Because, you know, I got a nice, I got like a really nice hotel. I had my, I already made my dinner because I knew exactly what I wanted to eat for my birthday. Mm -hmm. So I made my dinner at home. I made myself a nice, um, like a chocolate cake. Mm-hmm. And then I took it to Boston because I wasn't like, I didn't want to really spend money on things that I didn't want to eat. I just wanted to eat exactly what I wanted to eat. Mm-hmm. So I went to Boston on this really lovely solo trip. Mm-hmm. And then the one of the best things that happened because I am really, really good at making friends, y'all. I am so good at making friends. But I ended up meeting these women who were there at the trip cheering on their boyfriends and their husbands. Mm-hmm. I ended up meeting them and spending the entire day with them. Mm-hmm. And we're just there cheering as cheering for each of their own like significant other that was running. Mm-hmm. And ended up having like a mini celebration with them for my birthday, which was like, because we were so excited. It was like, oh my God, it's your birthday. And everyone was just so happy. And they bought me things, about me like coffee and some like donuts and stuff like that for my birth. Mind you, these are people that I don't know. Mm-hmm. So and this was the first time that I met them. So that was really fun. And I got to see Elliot Kipchoge run. He came in, Um, he didn't win the Boston Marathon. He came in mm-hmm. sixth or like fifth place. I forget which one. But it was one of those things where I personally just did not care. I'm sure that he really wanted to win, of course. You know, he's an mm-hmm. elite performer. Yeah. But he, watching him run was still one of the greatest things I've ever experienced in my life. Mm-hmm. And um, the good news for him, because he's just so awesome, is that he actually won the Berlin Marathon that happened about two days ago, oh, wow. um, September 23rd. 
Yeah, so he did not win Boston, but he came back and crushed Berlin. It was just mm -hmm. like, yeah, I'm a, he was just like, I'm gonna do this, and he did it. So it was just, it was just a great birthday. And I remember one of the, um, the best, one of the best things that came out of this trip. There were multiple great things that came out of this trip. Number one being that I spent my birthday with those lovely girls that um never met before, probably would never see them again. But that's mm -hmm. that's like one of those rare things, you know. And number two was that I met this I met this guy and we sat there and we talked for like maybe an hour and he was just telling me about the it was this, it was this older guy mm -hmm. and he was just telling me about like the trips that he's taking around the world mm -hmm. and I think there's something so lovely about having conversations with strangers yeah like good conversations with strangers mm -hmm. you don't have to carry the relationship forward you just have great conversation and that's it. And I had that with that older guy as well. And that was really awesome. But I think like one of the most amazing thing was when, and this might sound like a little bit like, oh, you know, cliche or whatever. But when I saw a visual representation of what made me realize that my life was pretty good. Mm -hmm. So I think I have the video somewhere. I'm going to see if I can locate it. I have a lot of video from videos from that day. Mm -hmm. But it was this guy, he was running, he was running and he was almost at the finish line and he basically collapsed. He like fell down mm -hmm. and everyone just started like cheering him on even more. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, yay. And then what happened was that these other runners picked him up and then like sort of like walked him past the finish line so he could mm -hmm. finish the race. Yeah, and it was so, it was one of those like moment in sportsmanship that is so great. Mm -hmm. But in my head, I was just like, "Oh my god, that's awesome!" But then I realized that that was like a weird metaphor for my life. Mm -hmm. That's just me thinking about it. I was just like, "It's not that I don't have like hard times in my life. Mm -hmm. It's basically that when I do, I have this amazing support system and like mm -hmm. people who are willing to, you know." help me get back on my feet and then they're, they're not gonna like let me be by myself and these are not just people that I know these are also just strangers and mm -hmm. it's like you know yeah no it was it was a really good day so that, that was my trip I I know you you talk about you talk a lot I just talked a lot about my my Boston trip but that was a really fun trip so yeah that's right because you know I, I think it's important right because you could see that we're both passionate about different things, but you can tell that we really like the things. I can mm -hmm. talk a lot about travel and the artists, and you can talk about in length about marathons and previously <laughs> talked about um, being out in the outdoors, going for hikes and stuff like that. So it's really fascinating, you know, because the, you're going to have different kind of people listening to the podcast. Someone might relate to you and somebody might relate to me. So yeah. it's it's pretty pretty cool and and it's fun especially when we're sharing our stories about some of our fun things outside mm -hmm. of the podcast we can tell like like you're really excited about the you know the marathon and all that stuff and I'm really excited about the traveling and it shows um so and I think the example not the example the the real life situation that you gave about the man who collapsed and his peers helping him across the line that's pretty powerful um, and I also, I believe that you're right. Um, strangers can be very supportive, you know, you never know who you're going to meet. Um, and you can also have some pretty amazing conversations 
with strangers. I take Ubers all the time. <laughs> that mm-hmm. is my favorite pastime. So I totally get what you're saying and the metaphor for that being your life and having people that support you to get to the finish line whenever you're feeling a little down or something. That is important and something that I wish everybody has. Um, I definitely have that. I've talked about that previously and how important it is for me. Um, So it it, that was really cool. Thanks for sharing. I don't think it was like cheesy or anything like that. I thought it was very important. I'm glad you shared it. Awesome. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So guys, we are basically toward the end of this year and I don't know. Do you have any upcoming plans of things that you, you want to do, fun things that you want to do this year, Nerissa? You don't have to be specific. Um, my Honestly, my fun things, that not, not really a lot of them involved. I know we just talked like about a lot about traveling, but not really a lot of them involved traveling. My fun things is more about going back to the things that I genuinely enjoy doing. Um, I've been... For people who listen to the podcast, a lot of people are going to know that I have my sewing business Mm -hmm. and I've been so engrossed in that, that I sort of lost sight of things that made me happy Mm -hmm. or um, just, I I also lost sight of the aspect of the business that brought me joy and profits. Mm -hmm. So I'm just going to return to that and I'm excited to do more fun sewing I'm excited to do more writing because I have not written in such a long time. And it's one of those things. And I think a lot of artists can relate to this. It's like, if you don't, if there's something that you love to do, and maybe you even can relate to it as someone who loves traveling. If there's something that you love to do and you don't get to do it, mm-hmm. it just sort of weighs down on your spirit. Oh, And that's, Yeah. And that's how I feel about writing because I have I haven't been um writing a lot. And I remember just thinking I was just like, oh, when I when I when I get less busy, I'm gonna write. But then another part of my head was just like, child, you're trying to scale your business. Mm-hmm. There's no way in hell you're going to get less busy. Mm-hmm. You need to know how to manage your time and actually do this thing that matters to you. Mm-hmm. so that's honestly that's one of the things that i'm excited the most about is to just um get back to writing so, yeah yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah no that's pretty cool and i you know I, i'm hoping that you do all of those things including writing um i know you have been sharing exciting news about sewing and all that so i'm really really happy for you congratulations again um for me please huh? it's traveling <laughs> i know <laughs> it's traveling okay i have a couple of trips that i'm not gonna necessarily say where but um again this is the fun thing about setting setting intentions and i know some people are iffy about you know whether to share their intentions with other people and things like that but for me i'm a dreamer i love to talk about the things i want to do and so i'm the girl that's gonna go on her instagram and be like i want to do this this year I want to do that and because I do that sometimes people reach out to me and they're like hey I noticed that you said you wanted to do this I've been thinking about doing this do you want to do this with me and I'm like yeah especially (laughs) when it has to do with travel so that's happened um recently so I have a trip coming up um where somebody literally just reached out and they're like hey have you ever been here I was like no they're like you want to go 
I know you, you know, wanted to do more travel this year. I'm like, yes. Um, and yeah, and, and I had another friend reach out again regarding another trip for New Year's. So I don't, I don't, again, I know people are very iffy, but like, I'm not saying like put your whole plan out there in the world, but if you have certain intentions, you want certain things to happen, don't be scared to share it. As long as you don't have a lot of haters. I don't know. Yeah, yeah no, you have to read the room. You definitely yeah, read have to read the room don't, because, yeah. Don't, don't, be, don't be saying you're around people who consistently put you down, please, okay? Um, mm. ooh, please, I hope, I hope people have good friends. If you don't have good friends, please find good friends. People that care for you, people that want to support you and all of that stuff. Um, okay. So that spiel is over. Um, yes, the thing you said about your spirit being down when you don't do the things you love, I can tell y'all. I think I talked about it during the COVID years. That's how I felt about travel. I could not travel and I literally, I think I was depressed. I was definitely depressed. Um, I just wasn't doing well emotionally, mentally. Um, it was tough. It was a tough time. Um, please, I understand some people went through so much hardship so not taking that away from anybody but that's just how i felt around the time because i couldn't travel um, yeah so getting the opportunity to travel again afterwards was just truly a blessing and it just gave me a little bit more hope and for just more possibilities and it just kind of opens my mind every time i travel to newer things better things and yeah i'm not gonna say i need it but i it's something that I truly benefit a lot from. So I love, I love doing it. So okay. yeah, that's, that's me good. continuing my rich life towards the end of this year. And next year, y'all, it's going to be saving time for me. So we're going to see how that's going to align with my rich life. What am I going to do to still have fun and still feel like my life is fulfilled? Like I'm fulfilled in this life. That's my my goal every year. I don't want to go through a year feeling so down and out about life. I want to mm -hmm. find things that make me feel fulfilled, that make me come alive each year. So mm -hmm. it's going to be interesting to see what that's going to look like next year, especially with a goal that involves a lot of saving. Yeah. Mine is kind of the opposite um, in regards to money. Mm -hmm. Well, I don't know if that's the best way to say it. Do you want to save Mine is to actually use the money that I've saved before mm -hmm. my business okay. because um to invest it, put it to to good use, something that put it to good use because one of the things that you know I've been yeah I've been saving a lot of money. Well, no, I haven't. I have no money. Please don't rob me. When you when you say a lot, I'm like, oh, let it rain, let it rain. <laughs> no. But no, I've been saving some money and my goal for next year is to, and I know this isn't like an end of the year episode, but my goal is to um just sort of grow my business within my own space, which I'm very excited about actually. So yeah. Yeah, we'll that's exciting. That's exciting. I cannot wait for us to get to this time next year and basically talk about what we've done so far. I truly do hope it's good things. It's possible positive things and like you said even if it's not we're gonna have people around us to continue to support us continue to cheer us on so that's so 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 important still um but yeah that's it guys unless do you have anything else to say in nope that's about it for me 
Yeah, so we talked about our rich lives, some of the things that we're doing this year that aligns with our rich lives, the things that we find fun, entertaining, things that make us come alive, things that make us feel fulfilled. And I'm curious, you know, what, you're, you the listener, what are some things that you want to implement in your rich life? What are some things you're doing that align with your rich life that make you feel fulfilled? I would love to hear it. You know, I'm going to give my regular spiel. You can you can send it to us via voice note, voice message. Okay. I know a lot of people know how to use this social media things now. You can send us a DM. I'm trying to give you all the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. That's a big DM. Okay. Um, you can send us an email. Um, yeah. Let us know what are some of the things that you do on a weekly basis, yearly basis to that aligns with your rich life or what you envision your rich life to look like. And like Narissa said, it's not all about money. It's more about fulfillment as a person. Okay. Yeah, I do before we add before we go, I do want to say one thing that I started doing, and this might be a little bit I said bougie, but Ooh. whatever. Oh, I want to hear it. I started getting stuff from HelloFresh. Oh, I don't know if I should say their name. I don't know if that's a thing that people do. Okay, I might not say their name, but one of the things that I started doing that is sort of like adding to my rich life that I'm realizing that I absolutely love mm. is getting meals that are pre-packaged. Like, mm-hmm. But I get to cook for myself. Because one of the things I absolutely love doing is cooking. However, I don't always have the time to shop like properly for food. So I got one of those pre-made services mm-hmm. that delivers your food like on a weekly basis, mm-hmm. delivers your ingredients on a weekly basis, and you get a fun recipe. And you get to eat something new like every day. That takes you know, like maybe... 30 less than 30 minutes to cook and that's definitely that's definitely a luxury but it's something that i'm happy that i have in my life because like i said i love cooking and it's just nice to have something sort of new like every couple of days to eat and then it takes out the guesswork of what am i going to eat today you know Mm -hmm. so i think um that that's just part of my rich life that's a little bit on the bougie side a little bit on the luxury side that's all that's what i'm saying not bougie you know what i would love to maybe when we're talking about money in a different episode i'd love to hear the breakdown of that find like the finances behind it because when you say bougie when you say luxury i'm i'm thinking i'm being a little different but i hear you girl i hear you and i love that for you Okay. You into cooking, and we we all know me, myself, and I. We're not the biggest fan. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, you have mentioned the company to me, and I'll definitely check it out on some on a serious note. I'll definitely check it out because if you're raving about it, you know, you actually like cooking. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you're raving about it, you know, it might it might be worth me checking out and trying. Yeah, and again, we can dive in when we go towards the money aspect of it. Mm-hmm. we can dive into that but i would say one of the things that i've noticed for me is that it cuts down on food waste okay 
um, because right. I'm not buying extra things. It's literally delivering me exactly what I need for my meal. Mm-hmm. So even though it might be a little bit on the price, not might, it is a little bit on the pricey side for some people. Mm-hmm. It's not for me, but for some people it could be. Okay. But then like what I've noticed is that there's less of me buying stuff and leaving it in the fridge for like weeks that eventually goes bad, you know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. That's good. That's good. And if there's one thing we will leave you with is if you don't really know what you which like consists of, think about it. Really, really think about it and try to do things that align with that. Yeah. That one hundred percent, and try not to tie it to money. Just, just try your. Heart. It's gonna require money. That's a no duh. But try not to tie it to like, and when I'm making two hundred thousand dollars, I'll be happy. Don't do that. That doesn't work. Yes. That's not true. Yes. So the 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 goal is to find things to make you fulfill now, not in the future, because the future is not promised. Focus on the now and focus on the things the little things you can do to make yourself feel more fulfilled, happier, joyful, and all the things in the midst of whatever is going on in your life. Because let's be, let's be for real, life will life, okay? Which is why I always think to myself, if I can make the situation better for me, wonderful. Life is going to do whatever it's supposed to do. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be the person causing myself more misery or myself to feel sad. Exactly. Oh, so, yes. Life can make me feel sad, but that doesn't mean I have to make me feel awful. Okay. Yep. All right. <laughs> I think we've said a lot of gems in here and that is it, y'all. We hope you have a great day. Bye. Mm-hmm. Bye, guys. Enjoy the rest of your whatever time of the day you finish listening to this. Enjoy that. Yes. Yes. All right. Bye.